The Movie Hour, episode 206, November 15th, 2012. Just a quick heads up, everybody. There is a fair amount of swearing in this episode and a few spoilers. Enjoy the show. Yes, welcome, welcome. You have arrived at the Haley Joel Osment Baby Fat Movie Hour. My name is Greg Maloney, and I'm joined by my brother James and our completely lucid friend Jeff. Welcome back, gentlemen, to the movie hour. Hey, kids. How's it going? Hello. Hello. So you guys ready? Ready to rock? You guys ready to uh, talk movies and make fun of people? I am I ready. Can do that. Okay. I'm pumped for it, too. I'm pumped for it, too. We did bring in a couple extra extra people off the roster. We have also our uh, determined friend from Gungapit West, Josh. Welcome back, buddy. Hey. You keep that house in order over there? All the interns, uh, you know, know who's boss? Yeah, the naked steamrollers always get the job done. <laughs> you know, a lot of people think those. it. A lot of people... naked steamrollers. Has anybody uh, talked to Zale recently? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave that fucker a naked steamroller yesterday. <laughs> a lot of people think it's a hollow f- threat when you first say it, but then after the first one, they never <laughs> They dare not. They dare not. Uh... <laughs> make you upset um we do have a uh, a lot of things to talk about today especially you know with such a we're sort of in between two giant weekends we had bond last weekend which pretty much beat everybody everybody's expectations is making a billion dollars and is most likely going to beat the number one uh, box office gross in the uk uh which is uh fantastic congratulations uh daniel craig um and you know whoever else and uh we also have uh, twilight coming out soon Breaking Dawn 2 this weekend. There's gonna be Seriously? a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of freaks are gonna be out and about. I just saw Twilight for the first time ever. Yeah, the first one. And it was awful. <laughs> it was hilarious. I was expecting awfulness, and it was awful. Yeah, I, I was surprised how awful. We talked about it uh, ten years ago on the show or whatever it was. Yeah. It, this, the, the, it was just amazing. I, I literally went on the the uh, the archives to make sure I didn't have to. To uh, review it, I'm like, oh, yeah. thank God. Episode 32, Greg. I owe you. <laughs> uh, but the baseball scene's good, though. Yeah, the, yeah. Base, the baseball scene's fantastic. But uh, with Twilight 2 coming out, there's uh, the obvious uh, contest, and that's to figure out how much billions of dollars it's going to make. It being the Too final, many. the final of the series, uh, broken in two parts, classic Harry Potter fashion. And, uh, you know, Hobbit following suit, which will be super cool, too. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how much how much it makes. And uh, I guess we do have to do the round horn here. See, we're going down on paper. How many, we'll say opening weekend. Or do we want to do gross? You want to do gross or opening weekend? You like to do opening weekend. We always like to do gross. It's just, I, I, I'm an instant gratification guy. I want to know immediately. Gross, I have to, like, check six months down the road. You know, that's tough. Except you yeah. don't. But... <laughs> When you can't remember how to tie your shoes. You're not going to remember to check that. Six right. Months from now. Exactly. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. But we'll do it your way this time, and we'll see how well no, it goes. No, it's fine. We can do opening weekend, and uh, we'll we'll check back in four months and find out who was right. Um, and uh, we'll have uh, I guess we'll have Jim start first since Jim's being uh, super cool today. I am pretty cool. <laughs> so are we doing opening weekend? Or are we yeah, doing? We'll do gross first okay. time. We'll first do gross. So how much? How many millions domestic is this movie gonna make? Bearing in mind, Avengers breached the is this thing in 3D. 
Uh, I don't think so, actually. I'm looking at Box <laughs> Office Mojo right now and yeah. comparing the – I hope I'm not cheating by doing this, but comparing the grosses to the opening weekends on these, it is staggering mm. how close they are. Like, yeah. compared to most movies for where, 90% you know, like – in the first weekend. Yeah. Right, yeah, where <laughs> yeah, it rides for a while. Like, everybody that wants to see these movies is obsessed and sees them right away, and then everybody's done. It's yeah, like, oh, not what we wanted. Um, all time gross for this one. I don't even know. Um, it's gonna be a tough one. I'll go two eighty, I guess. Okay. I have no idea what the basis on. So two eighty. For... Did you say there is three D for this? I'm sorry. No, I don't think so. There isn't. All right, yeah, two eighty. I guess they couldn't figure out how to make how to make this awesome content transfer to a good three D three D transfer or whatever. When you put that like crystalline skin that he's got in three D, they found it was just giving people seizures. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. And boners. <laughs> Girl boners. <laughs> yeah. You know what that's about, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's where girls get boners. <laughs> Good. Oh, All right. <laughs> so we're going to check this in like four months? Yeah. It's not gonna be yeah we think it's going to last that long? Or yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be four months. But... Two, uh, I'm going to go 271. 271. You guys think it's only going to make $271 million? Uh, yep. Yeah, I don't know where this fits in the grand scheme of things. Well, all time you've got in domestic, you have Avatar at seven sixty. Going down to like number forty, Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince is three hundred. Um, if we wanted to compare it to, try and remember how much the last one made. It looks like uh, the last one made two eighty one, two eighty seven, one thirty three. I'm looking at the tw- uh, Eclipse is three hundred, New Moon two ninety six, and the first one was two eighty one, two eighty seven, one thirty three. Okay. All right, <laughs> that's the number. It's two two hundred eighty-one million two hundred eighty-seven. Oh, I thought you were talking about the last two and saying two eighty-one. No, I'm sorry. That that was, that was one all one yeah. big number. Yep, that was it. one. That was one number in the hundreds of millions. Well, I'm gonna say it's gonna beat all of them, all the other Twilights, and I'll go three ten. Um, that's that's my guess. Josh, last but not least, three hundred nineteen million. Ooh, jumping me, huh? You think that's you think that's cool? You think that's uh smart? Not only do I think it's cool and smart, I know it's cool and smart, and I'm going to win. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. The man's Great got a point. Great skills. <laughs> All right, so we'll have to check later and see who see who dominates the the Twilight Breaking Dawn stuff. Hopefully, uh, nobody um, nobody's careers are completely uh, destroyed by uh, this whole Twilight series, and hopefully, everybody can uh, land on their uh, feet in other sagas. Maybe there's a, a place uh, Robert Pattinson a video game video game uh, brought to the big screen. Which was our Parker Post. One can only hope. We can only hope. Um, which, of course, you know, after I bring it up, and there's always there's always news or you know going around the rumor mill about who's going to be in what and what a uh, what uh, video game movie is coming out. Where I was talked a little bit about Assassin's Creed, and there was a big to do about Splinter Cell and Tom Hardy being attached to it, and tons of other stupid stuff. Isn't but, Fassbender playing one of those? That's Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Pretty crazy stuff. Pretty crazy stuff. Uh, going leaving twilight uh in the past because we have other important things to talk about like transformers 4 or at least the working project transformers 4 and 427 the big news being no the big oh. big news being mark Wahlberg is going to be the guy in transformers thank god to yeah. save that series here's i don't really want to talk about transformers all that much because i still like i'm just so pissed off at it but 
what I found interesting, looking more and more about people being excited about Mark Wahlberg being in Transformers Four, I heard him. I heard him being compared to uh, Nick Cage of all people. <laughs> um, and the the one primary attribute being like if you put him in somewhere with a great director, like a serious project, he does fantastic. But then he's easily just the complete opposite when he has no direction in other movies, like pretty much everything else. He needs to be babysat. Right. And I was curious what your thoughts were on that. Like, do you, so, yes. So we that? could be, we could be seeing, um, we could be seeing, I don't know. What's, what's your example of a great director that he was with, uh, the departed, oh. or we could be seeing Hitman. Uh, yeah, it wasn't Hitman. Hit what was the name of that movie? Uh, shooter? shooter? No, it was, uh, Max Shooter. Max, Max yeah. Payne. He was in Shooter. He was in Shooter. But, he yeah, shooter. shooter, he was in Shooter, but Max Payne was the one you were thinking of when you said that. <laughs> You're right. So a video. Well, they were... Uh, uh, what are the... I mean, Coen Wasn't Brothers Max Payne or... an Uwe Boll uh, vehicle? I believe so. Was it a video game movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 75% <laughs> chance, right? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. What has Nick, Nick Cage done, like, a really good job in? Raising well, Arizona. Leaving Las Vegas is adaptation. Las Vegas was okay. Adaptation's good. Um, let's see. What... I guess I just don't have that much of a base. No, that's it. We that. hit all of them. We're yeah. done. Those are the three. <laughs> no more. Um, Mark Wahlberg. You have The Fighter. You have uh, The Parted. You have Boogie Nights. I Heart Huckabees. Yeah. Huckabees is yeah. awesome. All those are pretty badass. Um. Then you've got some pretty terrible things. Like he wasn't bad in Three Kings either, actually. If I no, would. he wasn't. You're yeah. right. Kind of his. Uh, I remember nothing about that movie. I need it's to watch. pretty. I don't know. It's it's not generic. Who but directed like, that? I know Spike Jones was in it. Who directed it? I thought Spike Jones directed it. Didn't he? No, I we always so. argued that. That's right. David O. Russell directed it. Directed it. We always argued about that. Yeah. The, then he's got shit on his on his list too. Obviously, like he. What was that stupid Shamalaman Lamanaman movie? The Happening. Yeah, happening. that's what I was going to try to come up with. <laughs> happening, Max the Payne. Happening. That's Shamalama Ding Dong. Yeah, we sh- the- <laughs> um, anyhow, do you guys like? Do you guys don't agree with that comparison at all? Then I like Marky Mark way more than I like Nick Cage. Okay. Do you like Nick Cage for me? It seems like it's a time difference as opposed to a director difference but i'd never really thought about the director thing i guess just seems like he hasn't done anything good in years and you know everything's in his past now yeah so okay so the comparison doesn't really stand i i see the whole like it's just hit or miss for him like i don't think i've seen a movie with marky mark that was like meh I'm like okay whatever but it's that's awesome. marky it's just bad that's marky for you i felt that way about i, I heard huckabees but I, really? Not a big, I heard Huckabee fans at all. Oh, I so loved I him in that it. movie. <laughs> I mean, I thought I he was him. good in it. I just didn't care that much for the right. movie. I guess. Right. Um, yeah, he was good in that. You're right. Now that I think about it, he was pretty awesome. <laughs> Mom doesn't, doesn't, doesn't care. Mom doesn't care. <laughs> I don't want the little kids to go blind. Yeah. Why? Oh my god. We're gonna have to get some sound. I already like you quoting it better than I like it. <laughs> We're gonna have to get some sound bites for it. It's check it out if you haven't seen I Heart Huckabees. And then there was the notorious like uh uh, drama behind it with uh, who was it the director and the the female actress who was that girl's name I didn't know about this oh she just completely flipped out on scene and they had to record it was like one of those it was like a Christian Not Naomi where they just lost it on on set and just uh, God the only it? female I remember from that movie is Lily Tomlin I don't remember and Naomi, Naomi Watts, Watts. Was in it she it didn't, wasn't she's Watts. Not the one that... no it wasn't Watts it's the girl that dives into the car. Oh, I love that scene. Yeah, I know you do. Um, anyways, I'm done. Done with Marky Mark and Transformers 4. The one last Holly Hunters Highwood Hoopla thing I want to bring up was 
And uh, last but not least, Parker Posey has a movie coming out this weekend, which is only going to be like L.A. and New York. But if you're around, you should always support her. What else is there? Uh, she's in a movie called Tech coming out. It's not getting the best reviews yet, but that doesn't mean you should go I'm sorry, see what was it called? You kind of cut out there. Price check. Price check. Oh, I have seen the commercials for this, or at least the trailer for this one. Right, right. So it's going to be uh, it's gonna be out. You should support Parker Posey because she's the best, and she supports us. Mm. So, hey. What's the I heard that. Josh? Yeah, you, you talking, talking a little bit. She's the best. Yeah, she is. Name somebody that's better. Mark. Mark. <laughs> no, not a chance. Uh but that wraps up the Holly Hunters Hollywood Hoopla. Let's do our movie reviews for the week, which we have some uh, important things to talk about. And we'll start with Jeff's important things. Jeff, what did you catch this week? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I saw a movie called Killer Elite. It was bad. <clears throat> um, it starred uh, – we'll just get that. Spoiler alert. It's bad. <laughs> so, okay. All right. I'll edit that out. So, the- <laughs> <laughs> so we can sucker people yeah. in watching it. Um, <laughs> starring, uh, you know, uh, Jason Statham, Robert De Niro, and Clive Owen. Uh, it's supposedly based on a true story, which is hilarious, um, about, like, th- these guys these guys that work for some, like, assassin agency or something that have to... Uh, so, uh, Robert De Niro gets kidnapped by this, like, um, chic or something like that. And in order to get him out, and he's Jason Statham's best bud. And in order to get him out, Jason Statham has to go and kill three, uh, like British secret service service agents and make it look like an accident. And Clive Owens, like an ex secret service agent for the Brits. And he like is onto him. And, uh, I don't know. It's, it was really <laughs> fucking dumb. Uh, uh, low lights uh, include Dominic Purcell from uh, um, prison. I, we need to do this segment from now on. <laughs> uh, he, he he has all the acting prowess of like I don't know a Nick block Hitch. of hood with a uh, block of wood with a ham stuck on top of it. it, it the, the movie's just That's awful. Fucking good ham. <laughs> what? It's juicy. It's tender. It's by definition fucking good ham. Oh my um, god. Yeah, no, I um I I don't know. There was some action. Like Race and I watched it together for the most part and she was like, Who would want to watch this movie? And I explained <laughs> to her that, that there are there are a lot of people that have like uh that like the idea of Jason Statham jumping out a window attached to a chair to like break the chair is enough to make most people just go see this movie. I guess <laughs> uh, it was really bad. Yeah, I really did not like that. There were there were no redeeming factors to this movie whatsoever. That's terrible news. That's terrible. Sounds like a roguey movie. <laughs> it was. It was totally a roguey movie. <laughs> Rachel wants to make it clear that it was not her idea to watch this movie. Yeah, I was about to ask. Did it just happen to come online and you happen to watch it? Well, Rachel and I think we've talked about this a little bit. The Venn diagram of movies that Rachel and Jeff like, uh, yep. like both like, is a pretty thin, thin sliver. Um, and in it the middle is like- Wes Anderson and spy movies. And I thought maybe this would be like a spy movie. Um, and so I read the synopsis on superheroes. So I read the synopsis and, uh, and race was like, Oh, let's watch that. And I was like, okay, knowing full well that it was probably going to be shitty. Just, I did not know it would be this shitty. That's fan. Fantastic. Compromise. That's fantastic. News. Nobody wins. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, got, I started thinking about Netflix cause I assumed you had watched it on Netflix, but I, um, I, I was thinking about them recently because I wanted to look at, I don't know if you guys have read anything about of the uh, House of Cards, which is supposed to be like a Netflix only Kevin Spacey 
uh, Robin Wright series. No. Netflix um, only? Yeah, it's a. Exclusive- they make any money off that? By exclusively doing it just on Netflix and Netflix make people to subscribe. Yeah, they're doing the same thing with Arrested Development. You haven't, you don't know this? Oh yeah, I did hear that. All right. So what's hilarious though is since Netflix has their own streaming capabilities, there's no like trailer on YouTube or trailer on this. It all links to Netflix. And I follow the link to Netflix, and it says, "Oh, sorry, unavailable." I was like, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> you can't even do this, right? Like, I can't. You're supposed to have to be signed in to see it." And I was signed in, and it's like, "Yeah, this is unavailable right now." Way to go, guys! I'm so pumped to see House of Cards now. Um, I finally reduced my subscription to that. Yeah, I finally well, got well, through well, the Wire and the Pacific. Nice. How was the Pacific? It's pretty good. It's nowhere near as good as Band of Brothers, mostly because they don't start you out with like a family worth of guys. Like they throw you right in the mix of things, and people are dying, and the characters are upset, but you're not really upset. Gotcha. So it was that sort of thing. But like the production value, it's awesome, and like the characters are good once you get to know them. But I mean, there was one, and this was like seventy-five percent of the way done, where someone died, and like it was epic. Like everyone was like losing their shit, and we had no idea who he was. <laughs> like okay interesting yeah um maybe, maybe plan that out a little better yeah use that yeah. guy so that we can give a shit along so, with our exactly to care about sounds uh-huh. sounds a lot like uh my viewing of man with iron fists nice sounds, sounds a lot like that i ended up can i, can I put a time out real quick because I, I went to the house of cards site thing yeah and i just want to bring up that it's so poorly planned um, that they use the sentence, he has his hands on every secret in politics and is willing to betray them all to become president. Can you betray a secret? <laughs> yeah. That's a, good, that's a good question. That's a very good question. I don't think you can betray secrets. I think this is bullshit. And why secrets? Somebody. Maybe it's somebody. Yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe. Ooh, spoiler yeah, alert. yeah. Spoiler alert. It implies okay. that there's at least two, though, because it's plural secrets. Yep. This is very <laughs> difficult to deal with. <laughs> All right, so Man with the Iron Fist, which I don't, I got a lot of, I got a lot of things to say, but nothing very good about the Man with the Iron Fist. I um, uh, let's get two th- obvious things out of the way. I was shit faced when I saw this movie. So nice, that's, good for you. Yeah, that's one. And Is that the one good thing that you wanted to say about it? No, I've got, I've got a couple decent things. Oh, okay. To say about it. Um, and the other obvious thing was I was extremely excited to catch this. I talked about it the last two weeks. I've been amped. You know, it's got all kinds of things in it. But this is the this is supposed to be the Riz's masterpiece. You know, this is supposed to be the Riz's masterpiece. Oh, oh man! So I'll just do quick synopsis. Not a very big surprise. It is a story of a small town in China. That's you know, I don't know what age, seven hundreds or something. Only three million people. The, that would be the Qing Dynasty, I think. Yeah, that exactly. And they're. Uh, this small this small town ends up in trouble after some cool clan decides to uh, some ambitious second in command kills the the captain guy the golden lion gets killed by the silver lion which is then you know backed up by the bronze lion because you know that's what their names are um, and they continue to go back to the city and act all hardcore and start trying to you know cause a ruckus they end up uh, <clears throat> which you do kind of see in the the trailer the the blacksmith, the Riza, ends up getting his arms lopped off, so he has to put some sweet uh, blacksmithy iron arms on his hands, fists, really, and then he goes smashing people. That happens toward the very end of the movie. Like I was expecting a little more smashing with the fists. You know, I was expecting a lot of blood, which you do get to see in this. You get to see a lot of uh, uh, big names. You got the Riza, Russell Crowe, Lucy Liu, and then a lot of uh, side characters, Jamie Chung, Rick Yoon, um, a lot of cool people. 
<clears throat> now, here's where I don't know, man. It, it fell short in all kinds of places. I don't know what the RZA was thinking. Like the RZA, <laughs> the RZA and I, like we go way back. Like I remember when people would come up to me and say that like Ghostface Killer or Method Man were the greatest members of the Wu Tang Clan, and I told them to eat shit because the RZA, <laughs> yeah, a, a, AKA the RZA. Bobby Jid Digital, was the most talented of the bunch. But no, not I just. I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. I just it learned that Method Man was a member of Wu Tang Clan. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Um, but like the movie had all the promise in the world. You had beautiful women in martial arts. You had like blood grudges between clans and like strange mystical weapons. Like it was sweet. Um, it's just somehow that all got lost in like a flurry of incoherent scenes. It was like I was watching. It was like I was watching Mulholland Drive without the awesomeness. Like it was like, what the fuck is going on? Like <laughs> there's people dying all over the place, but I do not get it. Like um, it's, I don't, I, it's almost, I don't know if I was too drunk or what. Maybe I have to go see it sober. I do feel bad about this whole situation. Like the Riz and I, we go way back, but um I've never walked out of a, a movie theater very upset like that, and this was, might have been the, the first one. Um, so maybe I have to see it again, but I got to say, The Man with the Iron Fist was not worthwhile. Thank God it's going to actually make enough money to the point where they'll probably make a second one. It's definitely posed for a sequel, um, and hopefully they learned a couple of their lessons along the way. This is you know, the Riz's first writing slash uh, directorial debut here, so um, hopefully him and Eli Roth can figure shit out and get a... Uh, a better one designed here for the next the next up. So, unfortunately, you might want to go spend your money at uh, to go see Skyfall or something else. But if you are completely shit faced and find yourself in the middle of a theater watching this movie, just don't. You know, I told you so. It's pretty much it's pretty much all I got to say. Uh, James, coming up to the big dog. Yeah, uh, I did see Skyfall in theaters. Um, it is the latest installment of the Bond franchise. Um, as you may know from trailers, the movie is set up with uh, a Bond hunting down a, a knock list of uh, you know British spy identities, which you know normally would just kind of make you groan because that's been done so many times. But uh, <laughs> it's actually just the setup for the actual, for the true plot, which I'm actually not going to talk about too much. Um, Aliens. It's aliens, isn't it? It could be aliens. It could be aliens. Don't want to give it away. Um, <laughs> they, and it's not that big of a Jones four on it. God damn it. Yeah, and the, the movie plot isn't that original, or you know, and it wouldn't even spoil that much if I told you. It was just nice not knowing what it was, so I'll just keep that intact for our, our listeners as well. Um, I will say that uh, uh, this Bond film actually had a lot of hints of it's kind of had a duality about it. Some of it was very much not Bond and some of it was very much Bond. Um, the plot's focus is not about like world domination. It's not like a money grab or anything, nor is it about like some random like sort of terrorism or anything. Um, it's different. Uh, the plot is definitely different, but the details of this movie are still the same old Bond. They're still, you know, the, the gun, the drink, the girls, you know, all those parts are, you know, still intact. Um, in fact, like this movie almost feels like it was an attempt at a reboot. It seemed like they were introducing a lot of stuff for the first time, which was kind of weird. Like it's only been four years since the last one. It's right. not technically a reboot. The only real difference here is a director maybe and, you know, some new villains, but everybody else is the same. So it was strange that they kind of took that route with some of it. Um, there's a lot of, um, uh, homages to like the old school bonds in fact there's some ribbing on the old school bonds as well um 
making jokes about <laughs> gadgets and stuff like that. But it was weird because what then douche Roger Moore is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sucked in that movie, didn't he? But uh, yeah, so it was interesting the way they approached it. But uh, there are a couple new faces, as I mentioned. Uh, there's a new director. Um, there's also a uh, a new villain. Uh, the new villain is played by uh, Javier Bardem. Uh, he nice. plays this, a guy named Silva. Um, does and... he use a, uh, a, a cattle brainer to kill <laughs> No, he does not. Does he flip a coin before he does? <laughs> he does not. But once again, well, he delivers a, a really good villain performance. I really enjoyed his, cool. his villain. Um, he uses a very effeminate, uh, creepy voice. Uh, he has bleach blonde hair. And he plays him with like a sense of pleasure to the character instead of like a calculating like businessman or you know ruthless guy. It's it's kind of interesting. Def- a different uh, type of Bond villain. He's a I joker. Guess. Is he a joker? Um, no, he's not really a joker. No, not so much. Joker really liked what he did. This is true. Um, but uh, the other person being Sam Mendes is the new face, uh, the director. Um, uh, he does a good job here. Um, he stayed away from my pet peeve. He filmed action sequences from far enough away where you can see what was going on. So that was cool. But uh, you really notice his presence with some of the scenes that are set up. They're a lot more artistic or cinematic, I guess, if you will. Um, and uh, like even, some of that is really cool. Like, except for one of my nitpicks is going to be the last scene. The last scene is like this epic climactic battle that they set up and it is cool and it is cinematic, but the basis behind the setup is totally crappy. It's, they pretty much forced the situation to end like that when it Just really normally kind of thing. Like, like, okay, you know, we're going to have this showdown off by ourselves. Nobody else is going to help because that's our plan. And it makes no sense whatsoever type of thing. <laughs> and just like, all right, this isn't really what would have happened, but okay, I'll, you know, I'll just go with you it. You couldn't type suspend of... your disbelief enough is what you're trying no, to say. No. Cause I mean, all these new bonds have been more realistic and more gritty and stuff like that. So you expect a little bit, you know, more, truism i guess to situations like this and you know everything's very serious in the action so you would expect them to follow suit with that and it's not a huge deal but it was just a little nitpick pet peeve i had um and then really the only other complaint i had about it was uh, there was one sun sequence where the character should not have lived and definitely did and it was a little annoying but whatever <laughs> this kind of pisses me off but uh yeah um overall though this film was good i really enjoyed it um I liked it better than the last one. I put it on par with Casino Royale, probably for the new uh, the new. People Bond are films. going shit, oh, ape shit about this movie. You're... Yeah, like Javier Bardem's a big part of that. I think he does uh, steal a lot of the scenes that he's in, um, and like I said, it's a little bit different that way. So that was kind of cool. I heard Judy, uh, Judy, Judy Dench actually like gets some FaceTime in this movie compared. Yeah, to... she has a lot of screen time with this, so that was kind of cool actually. I like her relationship with Bond, too. It's very gruff up front, but you know that, you know, they actually are you they're, know, they're two peas in a pod. Yeah. <laughs> um, last specific question, then I guess some general ones. Uh, Naomi Harris who pl- plays Eve. Who's that in this movie? Uh, she's like a minor agent that works okay. with Bond. The only reason I bring it up is because she, you know, I've been following her work forever since uh, she was in Pirates of the Caribbean, obviously. <laughs> What? Most I was wondering where this name came most, from. Like, most importantly, though, she was in Ninja Assassin. She plays the girl investigator in Ninja Assassin, and now look what she's oh, in. Fantastic. The Bond movie. Like, this is there what for baby. Ninja Assassin is that movie that you made me watch, and it's like 70 minutes long, right? Yeah. 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 Perfect. Yeah, yeah that, that movie <laughs> she, was amazing. She actually gets a, a good amount of screen time in this, so you'll, you'll be pleased. Fantastic. Last question. This one's serious. 
Okay. Everybody should think about this for a little while as 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 I uh, you know bring it up. I had heard, and it, it kind of seems this way now that Bond's doing so great in the UK, it's going to be number one most likely. Um, a lot of people refer to this as the Batman for the British. Do you see okay. like, this being an like a Batman movie? Like it's pretty much a superhero movie. I, that's how they mean it, though. Like it's supposed to be or a superhero. It's more like it's this this guy that's supposed to you know pretty much cleanse the world not cleanses the worst word to use in the world. wow <laughs> but, but it's like the the uk moving on take it easy over there <laughs> I, I love cleanse um, i'm so i was really hoping i'd get to drop a milosevic <laughs> blast in this podcast. <laughs> but anyways pretty much the person we all trust to take care of business and we'll do above and beyond what's required of them and you know in in the recent uh, Batman's the the latest reboots. Um, it sort of has the same comparison of like this guy takes all the flack for us, and you know, and the, eventually he really is the hero. Like, does it seem like you're watching a Batman movie when you watch this? Um, no, I don't really have that same. <laughs> that's that's same fine. It's fine. It's just I've heard it multiple times, so I was huh. curious. Yeah, that's yeah. It doesn't strike me. I I don't know. I think the genre difference is too much for me to get over. Just the okay, we've got costumed heroes versus you know a government agent type of thing yeah, that tuxedo is sort of like a costume that's true yeah he puts that on and nobody knows who he is he's like yeah i'm a banker like, that's why he has to tell everybody oh i'm james bond hi did, did i say the, about the, uh, the website that uh, i sort of stumbled across i think it was like a buzzfeed or something but uh it, it was five um like five theories that would make the, the movies way better and one of them was that uh was that james bond is not a name but like a title basically like when you get that job you like become Darth. james bond so right. it's a, like a double o agent and you're like a james yeah. bond right yeah so like in theory roger moore could be a totally different guy but he's still just you know the, the dread pirate roberts he's the yeah, right yeah that's exactly <laughs> what it is <laughs> Along with that, uh, not to totally derail, but along with that, my favorite one by far was that uh, Cameron invented Ferris Bueller to like act out his fantasies. There was no <laughs> it's oh. it's actually like going Mike back, giving style. it a rewatch. It's kind of amazing. It makes that uh, that whole twist and shout slash Duncan right. Kane scene make a whole lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, all the times they're together, there's not a lot, or they're all three functioning. Like when he goes comatose and just you know watches the other two hang out in the pool. Or when he walks coming nuts in his car, like trying to not go or go yeah. or what it's, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, I, I, I forgot. Zombie John Hughes could talk. <laughs> <laughs> is there? Is it like the opening scene or something that's shot in Istanbul? I just remember seeing the blue mosque in like the trailer or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. The opening sequence is Turkey. You guys should go. You guys should go to Istanbul. It's cool. Yeah. Good time. <laughs> Um, don't buy a carpet though. Oh, that, thing's, that thing's holding up strong. It was 120 bucks well spent, or 100 or whatever I spent on it. Uh, thing's tough. Fantastic. Uh, so you would put this on with Casino Royale, and that's like what your top top five Bond movies? Um, yeah, probably your top five. All right. Yeah, that's all I wanted. I don't want too much commitment. Just top five. That'll work. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen them all, but yeah. So now you have to go see Argo, I guess, would be next, or Twilight, one of the two. Uh, no, it'll be like Argo and Wreck-It Ralph before I go see Twilight. Yeah. Twilight was so bad. I can't believe how bad it was. I'm amazed at how bad it was. Yeah? No, I was prepared. Yeah, that happens. Dude, we must not have watched the same movie. <laughs> Josh, do you want to talk about Twilight or another movie that you'd caught in the last week? Nah, all I watched was they had this like 
like 16 day marathon of the of uh casino royale because of the release of this new bond movie just so that every movie? time i turned on the tv it was casino royale for like two nice. weeks straight it's funny that they just ignored quantum of solace like they're just like whatever don't, I don't we're, know if we're gonna forget that, that happened we're gonna... it was i we actually just watched it recently it wasn't that good I didn't yeah think. it's very not in the script compared to casino royale but uh, I, I do have one cool story from the movie watching for the week. Uh, I was just just today watching uh, Die Hard three while working on something on the laptop. Fantastic. And, um, there's the scene where they in the beginning where John McClane needs to commandeer a cab, and uh, they don't show the cab you get pulled out of the car, but you they hear him speak and you see his arms and stuff as he's like shuffled out of the way in this quick scene, and you hear him like yelling after the cab, and. It, I immediately think, okay, you know, it's an Arab voice. It sounds a lot like Asif Manviv. And I really? looked up, and sure enough. Wow, that's great. Wow, that's great. <laughs> Asif Manviv is in Die Hard 3. So. That's like what? Like the beginning when he's leaving Harlem or something? Like, what is that? Like when they had to run across town and cut through the park and the cab and stuff. Oh, like okay. That's, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Who would have known? And he's, he's skyrocketing. Skyrocketing. Uh, cool, man. So movie reviews out of the way. Let's do the park pose you play along. Uh, cue the awesome music. Awesome music. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, that stuff. And uh, I, last week's question was my question. It was super cool. And actually, Josh, while you have you here, we're gonna have to uh, uh, ring a answer out of you. The question was, after seeing Wreck-It Ralph, it was super cool. I'm sure there's gonna be more video game movies, and there are more video game movies coming to the big screen. What video game would you pick? to turn into an animated or live-action movie. I didn't hear what was answered already. I, I didn't listen to last week's episode. I went with Fallout. Deebs. Well, that's a good answer. Deebs was an interesting one, too. I did not see that one coming. Um, Bioshock was an answer from uh, Karen. On the show, I answered Mario. I took the easy one, because I thought Mario had enough yeah. characters where you could make it pretty much uh, you know, encompass everybody. Which, by the way, I heard an awesome story about a Mario wedding, and it was... Uh, <laughs> Pretty much just complete geeks getting married. Girl dress, dress up as Peach. Guess who the groom is dressed up as? Bowser. <laughs> Any other guesses? Uh, Mario. Mario. Waluigi. Waluigi. Try Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> Yoshi's a girl. <laughs> no way. Yoshi's definitely a dude. <laughs> Regardless. Just a different I'm looking it up. Regardless. <laughs> Yoshi's a dude. Karen brought up Bioshock, and what I've. I remember Bioshock coming out because at the same time Blue Dragon came out and I disappeared from the earth for about a month. Um, and uh, I didn't well, you're get right. It. It's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Says the Wario, the Mario gods. Um, so yeah, do you, uh, did anything come to, come to mind? Uh, you yeah. Thought? Two things came to mind. It could easily be a double edged sword though. Like the easy answer for me is Zelda. Right. Which could either be really, really awesome, or more likely what would happen is it would just be totally fucking terrible, and I'd hate it. Would you make it a live action or animated, if you did pick Zelda? I would want it to be live action, but... Really? That would, that would, yeah, I think that would just add to the, to the fact that... They'd make Shia play Zelda, or play Link. It'd be fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dakota <laughs> Fanning and Zelda, it'd be all just... There's so <laughs> many ways to make that all horrible. <laughs> So whoever like, Zelda if, is not going to live up to expectations. Nick Cage would play Ganon. <laughs> so assuming they did a good job with it, that would be my answer. But I don't even want to see that if it's just going to be what I think it would be. Right. If that makes sense. Right. What was so your, that? Would be, have the that second. would be my my favorite one. Okay. Well, this the second one was Mega Man, just because you could make like five hundred of them. Oh yeah, a billion of them, really. <laughs> a thousand of them. 
what the hell? The heroes. A Pippin Link. We got a live listener, Cad. He's talking talking about Pippin playing Link from uh, Lord of the Rings. Um, so, uh, Parker Posey play along is now Jeff's question. It's up to Jeff now. Oh shit, it's Jeff. I was gonna ask you if you thought Yoshi was a boy or a girl. Oh, I, I got a good it. guess. I got a good guess. I blew it. <laughs> oh. All right. Um. So I, I'm going to just really, really cop out here. Uh, so like I said, this Killer Elite movie was allegedly based on a true story. Even I'd imagine, like the true story, I think, is probably a little bit of bullshit. I'm sure it was even very yeah. loosely based on that. So what based on a true story movie have you seen that is like it just is way too over the top ridiculous? And like the, the based on a true story part just seems absurd to you. Hmm. So I don't believe it is what you're saying. Even well, it's just like they took they took so many liberties with it that it's just like okay, based on a true story, sure. Like all right, yeah. Uh, like uh, what's that movie where they go into space and fight the bugs? Um, um shit, Starship Troopers. Starship yeah, Troopers. Starship Troopers based on the you know story of Apollo <laughs> 12. Like I, you know, like, I, it doesn't. Where it's just, okay, yeah, you got the idea because there are people in it, and it, it, there's a true story about people. So I'm going to just stick with the easy one. I'm going to go with Killer Elite because I don't think any of that shit ever happened. And, <laughs> this is a bunch of bullshit. And, uh, like, don't I don't know, it just pisses me off when people cop out like that. Like, oh, yeah, based on true I've got an answer, but I'm not sure if it's accurate because they bring it up and burn after reading, but I think it's, I think it's uh, pretty much just made as a joke. Like, I think it's just satire. Um, do you, do you like, do you know what I'm talking about in the beginning? Yeah, pretty I know. Much, I know yeah, like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a joke. So I don't know if that, cause that, I definitely don't believe it. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that counts. Um, if it's actually legitimate, then it's definitely my answer, but I don't think it is. Uh, Hmm. Yeah. That's my hard part is trying to remember what movie is claimed to be based on a true story or not. The other one. Yeah. Like another one that comes up to me, uh, to mind is blow. Um, that's the Ooh, one with one. Johnny Depp. Uh, and they actually have the guy at the at the end. They show him like in. They show a picture of him, and uh, I, I think that's actually a little more, uh, probably in, as far as based on true stories go, pretty like not close, but probably pretty decent. But when you, you watch s- that, when you watch that movie, you know it's like holy shit, dude. Like there's no way a lot of this stuff is legitimate. But um, they they do seem to stick with like they take it to the point where they show the guy at the end of the movie. So um, yeah. We have a we have a live listener answer of the social network. That's not bad, um, but that yeah. that's I think along with blow are probably pr- not close, but take a decent amount from real life and apply it to the story. Mm-hmm. Those are those are ones I'm taking. I'm taking blow, and if not, uh, burn after the reading. Okay. <clears throat> um, Am I allowed to use a? I got one that's a movie based on a movie based on <laughs> real is life. Is it Three? True. No. Wait, what? Uh, so I guess like the movie that I think is most over the top that is sort of based on reality, but it's sort of far removed from reality at the same time is Scarface. Like Scarface was, it was I think the original movie was in like the 1930s or something. Yeah, I think it was about Al Capone. Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, the original movie was sort of about Al Capone, and then they redid it, and so I don't know if that counts, but I guess that would yeah, be my sure. over the top answer. Like that Great. movie's, compl- I love it, but it's completely over the top. Like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't even in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Those <laughs> bastards. 
Um, I mean, I can only think of one thing right now, and I don't even know if they how much they claim it to be true. But uh, the only thing that comes to mind is Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Ooh, good answer. That's a really that good answer. based Fuck. on a true story. Yeah, it's based on that guy's book. Right, and whether or not that's a true story is a whole different Right, idea. right, and that's questionable. That's a really right. good answer, because that's an awesome movie that's just, right. vivid. like, you, you actually have to wonder, like, how much bullshit there is to that, and there must be a lot, but maybe right. not. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's I, a great I, I answer. <laughs> um, arguing a little bit in chat, but uh, the, another one, like, I'm, I, there are others out there. I'm, I'm thinking of a couple that I'm not sure are such uh, good answers for ones that are just ridiculously untrue based on true stories. Wait, just... here's my answer. It's Pocahontas. Didn't that guy, like, just... <laughs> yeah. Like, Pocahontas <laughs> yeah, what, what was his name? John Smith like or that. something? He was, like, 27, and a Pocahontas was 11 when they met yeah. and started banging. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's my answer. That, that's not how it looked in the <laughs> Disney movie. Yeah. <laughs> KPW will love your answer. A little bit historically accurate since it's for kids. Right, but did the movie claim to be based on a true story? Like it's an animated. It's movie. Pocahontas. It's, it's called. Yeah, I, I think I think when you use real life characters, especially in a kids' oh, movie, come you have on. Abraham Vampire Hunter is that a based okay on a true story? Okay, fine. A little bit different. <laughs> I don't know. Like I've. It seems like the it's wide open for anything we want to do if it's not saying it's based on a true story or based. Right. No. 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 Say, yes. Yeah, okay. Good point. Okay. Good right. point. Like, good point. If they didn't say it, then I'm not gonna hold. So you're telling me that movie's not based on a true story? <laughs> I'm saying they didn't claim to be based on a true story. Do you know that? Do you know that for yes, sure? Yes. It doesn't say that in the beginning of any Disney movie animated. What, what, what does United it say at the beginning Mulan. of Mulan? Huh. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm sure. I, I don't know either. I, I was just kidding. I've, I've never seen Mulan. <laughs> we'll have to look this up immediately. We'll have uh, we'll have our interns look at I just, it. I don't I, think I like any. But I think they're like, trying to represent. What you are? What are you arguing for, Josh? That there's no original thought? Like, yeah, all this stuff is no, taken no, no. That's not what I'm saying happened. at all. Like, I'm just saying that not every movie that's based on a true story comes right out and says, "Hey, this is based on a true story." I don't okay. think every movie that's like that says that. So you're just gonna regardless guess. of whether it's animated or right. live action or right. what. So you think there are people that go see Pocahontas and think this is historically accurate? Yes, I do. No way. Really? Not the cartoon part, but what happens with the characters, like right. the plot and stuff. Yeah, I think people probably think that's factual. We're in trouble. We're in, we're in trouble. <laughs> um, spoiler alert, everybody. If you guys go to the theater to catch something entertaining, sit down, have yourself a popcorn, maybe a 25,000-ounce soda, you might want to consider that what you're seeing on the big screen is not historically accurate. Ask a five-year-old what happens with John Smith and Pocahontas. <laughs> Ask him. Yeah, they, they probably won't tell you that he, that he raped her child's uh, body. That That's probably not what you're going to hear. You're right, Jeff. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. So, Jeff, state your question one more time for, to clear, clear out what uh, the actual question is. All right, so what based on a true story movie is just so far beyond what you think that true story is that it's that it, it's just ridiculous to you so it doesn't need to say that it's based on a true story or does it I, that, you, you guys can hash this out check the rule book all right we'll check i've the got so many good answers now <laughs> thinking of good answers now uh, titanic none of that shit happened until the end that was bullshit um, that's a good answer uh so anyways that question will be at the board, gunkbit.com, also on our Facebook page. Conair. Look, the hour, Conair. 
thank you guys for listening. James, Jeff, thank you so much for joining Indiana us. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Thank you. Your input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Drive safe. <laughs> Josh, we never, uh, we don't always agree, but it's it's great having you on the show. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> thank you, listeners. Thank you, live listeners. Enjoy yourselves at the Twilight series. Don't die when you go see it. It'll be awesome. Uh, take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. The Haley Joe Osmond Baby Fat Movie Hour. We'll catch you next time.